0: Cut that one short there on that intro. Welcome back to Range Anxiety. I'm your host, Martin Donnan. And that was Holiday Road from the National Lampoon movie, the famous Vacation. The Chevy Chase and I think it was Beverly D'Angelo in it. What a a great series of movies they were. Holiday Road, got to love it. And thanks to Lindsay Buckingham for performing that timeless track. Hopefully all of you that listen to Range Anxiety are old enough and stupid enough To have watched uh, those great, uh, great movies. Yeah, can't get enough of that sort of thing, you know. Speaking of which, it's now, you know, I'm recording. This is a midweek session, but I'm recording on the Anzac Day long weekend. Um, Australian, New Zealand Army Corps, for those uh, that don't know, that are listening from overseas, it's a pretty poignant day and a very sad day, obviously. it, it, It sort of, well, celebrates the deaths of all of our servicemen and particularly those that fought in uh, the Great War, the First World War from 14 to 18 and died on the shores of Gallipoli, poor innocents normally um, of ours that were just 18 to 20-year-olds that were just sent in to be slaughtered like animals. And uh, thanks to the um, our British generals for, for doing that. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no laughing matter. But uh, I took the dog out. For a walk this morning, little Mackie the Westie, and uh, we took him down to the North Adelaide Dog Park and I I got to witness the most magnificent thing that took my mind off such sombre thoughts of our young men being killed in the field. And uh, it was actually, I got to witness a crackle tune cruise. That's right, it's the first time I've ever seen it in the history of my 30 years in the automotive game. I saw a crackle cruise. It was a bunch of golfs It must have been, you know, a Volkswagen Golf Owners SA or something equally as frightening as that. There would have been about 30 or 40 of these chaps and chapesses. I suppose that's a nice word for them. Most of them with downpipes, all of them with aftermarket exhaust, and most of them with brutally stupid crackle tunes. Now, they all had to pull up where the doggy park was and turn right. So, they were fractured as a, you know, a group of one or two would go, then wait a minute, and, then, and you know, the, all of them thought they would impress, um, you know, well, it was a dog park, they've got dog shit gearbox, DSG, so there's a lot of dogginess going on, and, and there was lots of burble tuning and crackle tuning and, you know, just general soul, more on that later. Um, but, yeah, they all sounded a bit different, that's what I thought it was like different degrees of incontinence that you could sort of hear in a public toilet. There were little gear shift farts. There were, you know, full bore sort of whoop, just crap myself sort of one, two moments. And on the upshift, some were deep, some were tight. You know, somewhere, with you know, some of the Chinese catless pipes and some had cats in them. And it was really interesting to hear how pretty much the same piece of shit can be uh, strangled around the exit orifice and you know, with the use of different tuning techniques to make different kinds of noises, and yeah, so that was my uh, Sunday morning. Tansic like day tomorrow when we get up and do the march and have a you know a beer at the RSL and, and uh, get into all of that sort of caper. But uh, yeah, that was my Sunday. It was like you know the Germans' finest out there making repulsive noises. Good stuff that, as Richie would say. Um, so what is today's topic about? Look, I copped a bit of flack. I copped a bit of flack for, um, from long-term listeners online saying it's a wonder you've got any friends left at all. Well, I don't, um, because I was so hard on road routers the other day. Now, road routers, not all four-wheel drives are road routers. Let me make this clear, right? Only stupidly modified ones are road routers. Tastefully and cleverly modified four-wheel drives are just that tastefully and cleverly modified four-wheel drives the ones that have had the whole of alibaba and wish sprinkled on them for no apparent reason other than to look like a cock on the road and maybe tear up the odd beach they are the road routers they are the problem right so if you own an nice lc200 with some tasteful mods you aren't a road router you know and i had to explain this to the boys at book club you know i talked to them we're getting online chat group and when I need to remind myself how for a 50-year-old and quite a modern, forward-thinking person, I go and I chat to the boys, mainly boys. In fact, uh, women aren't that stupid. Um, it's boys that are members of book club, mainly Victorian, a few Queenslanders, but we all knew each other, for those that haven't heard before, from the LS1 days. And, um, you know, there's one of the uh, members of ASIA, National Security Advisor, um, I can't mention his name here because he's like a dentist. Uh, they'd have to kill you if they told you. And he he runs it, little Sri Lankan fellow, um, Aravinda de Silva, I, I tend to call him. Lovely guy, though. Calls himself Tuffy because he's a male model and UFC cage fighter. And his off-sider, Tony Ambrosio, who's a Meltonian house builder that, you know, as you've heard of before, calls Tesla's Telstra's. And... and likes Jags. Obviously, I don't agree with these guys about a lot of things. I go in there to stir the shit. I think my nickname in there is the automotive vegan, which is quite nice. Bad vegan. Good show on Netflix. I mean, they could do with a bit of promotion for me right now because they uh, just posted a loss for the first time in, like, ever. Um, So I go in there to get a bit of flack and we hand out a bit of shit, you know, Aravindity Silver gets very, very upset with me because he takes everything we say seriously. Tone, on the other hand, um, uh, gets into it. But one thing we did agree on, we had this chat started out last week and I don't know where it, how it came about, but it, it fested into something today. And it's about SUVs. What does SUV stand for? Sports, Utility, Vehicles, Standard, I don't know. But we all agreed SUVs are actual the shittest thing ever made, which don't make any sense. And and Tone was like, for the first time, the automotive vegan, his name's Kate Decorator on there, by the way, he agreed with me and said, you're dead right. They're the shittest thing ever. And so we had a bit of a talk about why. And in the process, I had to pull down, you know, I had to um, take a bit of a swipe at, at Tesla here too, which people never thought I'd do. All I can hear is motorbikes. I'm up here at the Ashton cold stores and I can hear this internal combustion unreliability rattling around no doubt yeah Now you can't hear them yet but you will soon but anyway we, we had a look at SUVs and and why they're so popular now there are a few different thoughts on this yeah they're coming these bikes are coming it could be the gulfs I can't hear any like toilet noises someone might be the gulfs but I did some research, and did you know SUVs were first started by that company, Jeep? Of all things, the SUV, which there is no real definition for, is basically take shit car of some type and make it an even taller, shitter car. That Jeep actually um, bestowed the, the, the number one position here in 1984, <coughs> excuse me, with the Cherokee. I nearly vomited in my mouth then, saying Jeep, and <coughs> there I go again. And, um yeah, the, the Cherokee was supposed to be the first of the automotive F- SUVs. And while people didn't necessarily jump on that, people jumped on the idea that this was somehow something cool. And from there, SUVs have become, like, the biggest selling thing around. There's SUV, there's um, a crossover, whatever that means, there's, you know. Now, clarification is a really hard thing here. We all know SUVs are shit, and we all know... Australians, Americans, Europeans, in fact, everyone that gets in a car in the world just hangers after them. Apart from uh, Tony Ambrosio, a.k.a. Uncle Tone, a.k.a. Cake Decorator, and myself. We must be the only people against them. There are only a few basic kinds of car. There's a sedan, there's a coupe. Normally a coupe has two doors, a sedan has four doors, but, you know, Mercedes and AMG came up with the fact that a coupe can have four doors. Ignore that shit. Coupes have two doors, sedans have four doors. There's a utility or a ute, which is normally two doors with a tray, but sometimes four doors with a tray. And there's a 4 by 4 which is like a upright wagon, but is full-time, proper four-wheel drive. And then we have the wagon, which is just a sedan with a bit like a box tacked on as part of the design, better knowing as a shooting brake or a wagon. They are your basic sorts of cars. Anything else is just a bit of floggery designed to get your money. Now, we had a bit of a talk about why this would be. Now, I like simple stuff with cars, right? I like, and as I say this, oh, here comes a Porsche SUV straight past me. I think it's a a macadamia, not a cinnamon. I mean, a Macan, not a cayenne. They name them after spices for some reason, like cayenne, cayenne pepper. Um, there is nothing more ridiculous and i'll try and tone the swearing down now because people are starting to get jack of me saying fuck all the time um oh here comes something loud harley davidson you're kind of staying away from me today um there is nothing more ridiculous and bmw that bunch of bavarian wankers started this with the x5 but prestige suvs and they're not bloody four-wheel drives you want a prestige four-wheel drive have a look at a, you know, a Land Rover Defender or have a look at a even a Range Rover's a proper four-wheel drive or even have a look at a those stupid wannabe, you know, gold necklace wearing um you know, wannabe like get the look G series wagon wanker mobiles, right? They're proper kind of proper four-wheel drives. Well, the last G series was, I'm not sure about the new one. Seems a bit soft to me. Um they're a proper four-wheel drive. But things like, you know, GLCs, GLEs, um, X1s, X3s, they're all SUVs, they're all crossovers and they're all just pointless, stupid cars. The most pointless and stupid of them all though are the super prestige ones. Now, who has been driving down the street and seen one of those a Bentley a Bentanya things? My goodness gracious me. It looks like a what does Nick Streco call a dog's ass? For some reason, he calls it a, a puckered snap off. I have no idea why it's a Strecoism, but it looks like a puckered snap off driving down the road to Bentley Bentania. And then there's that Lamborghini anus, or a urus, sorry, or whatever it's called. What a stupid insult to Lamborghini. I mean, postage stamp would be rolling in Amy's grave if he was dead. But what a stupid insult that, to Lamborghini that they would have such a thing like a big fat ugly Audi SUV with some of their angles on it and and call it a Lamborghini. What next, Ferrari? Ferrari going to come out? With, well, I think they've got one on the cards. You know, just for every tripper that hasn't already bought one of these other things out there. And then Aston Martin. I've seen an Aston Martin. One Aston Martin was supposed to design beautiful cars, not not big fat overweight ugly heaps of shit that do nothing well you know and yeah hey model x no better at least it's superbly fast i suppose but that's a bulbous heavy car too but at least it has the falcon wing doors going for it no i'm not sticking up for elon here suvs have really no place because they don't fit anything more in them than a properly designed sedan They don't have more interior room than a properly sized sedan. They have a bit more head space because they're taller and they're inherently less safe. Get this through your head. I know a lot of women that I speak to think for some reason you're sitting up high in an SUV. It's safe. No, 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 no. No, no. It has a higher centre of gravity. It has more rollover risk. Um, It's heavier because there's more material needed to make them and... So therefore, in an accident, it's going to go further, further into and down into the accident. SUVs are just a dumb idea, which, which really pisses me off. On another angle about Tesla is their Model Y. It's going to be the biggest selling car ever. It's going to you know outsell the 3 easily because it's a crossover version. It's a fatter, heavier, taller Model 3 with better rearward vis- vis- visibility and all sorts of other things. And people are going nuts trying to get Model Ys because they're a crossover. But it's slower than a Model 3. It's heavier than a Model 3. doesn't get the range of a Model 3. It's more expensive than a Model 3. You can't fit that much more in it. It's a totally fucking pointless car. And one that, you know, Colin Chapman, if he was still alive today, the founder of Lotus, uh, would roll in his grave because, you know, his ethos to building a motor car... And as I say that, that's an elise you can just see uh or hear drive past in front of me. How what beautiful was that bit of timing there. It was add sim was it? Make it with simplicity, then add lightness. Right? And it was like, Colin Chapman, would you ever like to drive one of your own race cars? And he goes, Not really, because if you finish a race, you've probably made it too heavy. So you know, he was big into minimalism and simplicity. And, you know, this is what I love about the, the Tesla story and how four electric cars, their cars are lighter than anybody else's. And, you know, with the same amount of safety because it is better designed. And, you know, they can squeeze more out of a, a certain kilogram of batteries and whatever. But The Model Y, well, I, I don't like it. I don't like it for the simple fact is that it's appealing to people that could have done it with a Model 3, if they weren't brainwashed by society into thinking that they needed an SUV, you know, to do something, you know, and I watched SUVs and the advent. Here comes a super bike. Listen to this. Oh, crackle tune super bike. Actually, that didn't sound too bad for some ten-year-old piece of crap. Um, but you know, they've been they've been brainwashed into thinking they need an SUV, and you actually, you don't. And, you know, it was also the SUV that was responsible for killing, you know, a lot of, uh, well, killing the sedan till basically Tesla bought it back with the Model 3. There's a mass volume thing. I mean, Holden went out of business here in Australia because nobody bought their cars. But they all wanted Kluger's and Santa Fe's and various other, you know, automotive excretia, feces like that. we were talking about front wheel drive cars here. That have a little bit of rear assist and that's four-wheel drive. No, it's not. It's a cynical grab, a cash grab, at your money. So yeah, hopefully the SUV fad passes. You can't have you know it's supposed to be one vehicle that does everything. It can be your road car, it can be your off road, or you know a family needs one car and it can be an SUV or a crossover. Yet you see, oh, I know families that have like three of the stupid bloody things, right? Three SUVs or two SUVs. In a one family, it doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, God, you know, as Uncle Tone said to me, if Holden still made the crewman, I'd take that over my bing-bong Ranger, old, dirty old, you know, runs on one cylinder, probably PX. He'd rather have a crewman with a LS in it, you know, or an LT4 or whatever it would be now. Who wouldn't? But we killed them ourselves by wanting S U. They suck it up. Next time, it's like, Scam, mate, you killed Holden or or, Mr. Marshall or whatever." No, mate, you killed Holden. If you drive at some sort of bing bong SUV, you killed Holden, right? No politician, or maybe Obama might have, but you know that's a story for a different time. Now, yeah, you won't. I've had two SUVs, um, and what I'm about to say is probably a bit a bit, um, uh, controversial, but, you know, because some people might, might, um, I'm trying to do this nicely without getting myself into trouble. might say it's fat shaming, but I was really, really fat when I owned SUVs. I had a Gen 1 X-Trail, horrible bloody thing, but it had like a chiller box. That was all right. And I had a Forester, which again was a WRX that really didn't fit much more in it than Than a wrx and it certainly didn't fit any more in it than a gf-8 did right but a Forester was you know into this suv crazy and i had one besides fat and the reason reason i say that is you don't have to be fat you know to have an suv but it's certainly if you are a bit on the larger side getting in and out of the door and getting things in the back is a bit easier but it also makes you look now to put like a bike rack on it and some adventure racks on the roof it makes it look like you're a bit of a you know active person and the fact that you are a bit larger isn't because you eat like a horse and don't exercise it could be just a glandular thing. So yeah well for me that was uh, I do I do actually remember do it, picking up some takeaway food in that and uh I was in the passenger seat and the lid came off, it slid backwards, the, the lid came off this risotto and rice and pasta garlic sauce all under the passenger seat of this brand new Ah, <sighs> Subaru Forester XT. So if you own one out there, it's a white one, and it smells like garlic. And if that person's been in it, it's probably my old car. So enjoy that, won't you? Two for 22. Now, on to today's next news, and it wouldn't be a range anxiety without Big Daddy Elon doing something absolutely wicked. You know, at the moment, he's about to, like sack everyone at Twitter and take it over. I still believe that is in play and good on him. But the actual bullshit that's come to light between Bill Gates, Mr. Microsoft, and Musk just recently is just a brilliant. While you probably heard about it on the news, you probably don't understand. I'm not sure. You know, ardent sort of stock market wanker like me, you probably wouldn't understand it. But what actually happened is that Bill... And Elon have never get on. Bill doesn't believe in battery-powered cars. Bill believes he could do sustainable energy better than Elon. Da, 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 da. Bill has Microsoft. Elon has Tesla. And, you know, like all multi-billionaire arch-villains, they all kind of don't get on all of the time. Now, uh, Elon just did that thing on TED, uh, that big talk, and he was told there that um, Bill Gates, it was quite common knowledge apparently, that Bill Gates still had a five million dollar short position against Tesla. Now what that means is it doesn't mean um, uh, Bill Gates pulled out 500 million bucks and invested in Tesla. What it means is he's got to someone that has 500 million dollars worth of Tesla shares and he said, right, I want to borrow these shares off you for six months or a year or whatever time it is. And in that time, I'll give you back. Say he borrowed a thousand shares, or he borrowed five hundred million dollars' worth of shares. I'll give you back seven hundred million dollars' worth. So what, Bill? Or uh, <laughs> well, it's number of shares, actually. I'll, I'll, instead of being a thousand shares, I'll give you back fifteen hundred if I can borrow them. So yeah, the owner of the shares goes, "All right, Bill, I trust you." Now, Bill sells those shares straight away, and then he's begging for the price. He's betting that the price on Tesla is going to drop that far. That he can buy the extra shares and buy some for himself and give back borrowed holding. That's how shorting a stock work works. Tesla is the most shorted stock in the history of the New York Stock Exchange. How good's that? And that's how many haters there are, and that's how powerful big oil is. So Bill starts sending Elon text messages. Hey, good work with SpaceX. Elon's going, oh great. You know, I'd like to um collab on some, you know, climate change stuff. Elon's like, oh, yeah, um, I heard the other day, do you still have that um, short position for $500 million against my company? And uh, Bill goes, yeah, sorry about that, I haven't closed that out yet. Which means he's still betting for Tesla, against Tesla, betting for them to go down. But we could do a deal on climate change and philanthropy if you want. And, like, the guy's saying, yeah, I bet you're going to fail. I've got money on you failing, but how about we collab and do something for climate change? So Musk has just um, come back and said, if you're actually betting against my company, Tesla, who's done more for climate change than any company around right now, then you're obviously not serious and you're wasting my time. And that was the end of the conversation. But, of course, it got leaked. Um, People thought it was all bullshit. At first, Musk came onto Twitter and said, no, that is actually a true conversation between me and Bill Gates. I love the way all these, you know, billionaires have each other's, you know, number for a quick SMS whatever they want to and of course Elon has then followed that up with a couple of Bill Gates memes laughing about how fat he is and how he looks pregnant and if you've got a boner uh, look at this picture of Bill Gates and you won't have a boner any longer so in typical you know Elon fashion he got his 12 year old bathroom humor out and decided to give it a run which I think is is just brilliant um yeah it's one <laughs> reason I'm such a fan of the guy let alone the company, is because he seems to have a sense of humour and guys like Bill Gates, well, he has just made himself look like a pecker would. But more than that now, he has, like, uh, the Wall Street bets guys are going to start buying bits and pieces of Tesla to try and smash him out of his short position and make him lose, you know, a couple of hundred million on the whole gamble. Wouldn't that be funny? There's nothing funnier than seeing a billionaire lose a couple of hundred million when they're doing something That is essentially, in my eyes, my inexperienced eyes, pretty darn immoral. So if you don't like immoral things, you make sure you keep listening to Range Anxiety.